This podcast is brought to you by Summers. Summers, it's hot and I'm bothered. Oh, it's a hot day today. <laughs> Definitely not one for the driving range. driving range today i wanted to but you go on like every day this week you don't have to go every day they say to be a master of a craft it takes ten thousand hours okay that's a lot of saturdays there's also a lot of money like <laughs> it's eight bucks a bucket 45 bucks a cart okay what up downtown rats we're gonna stop talking about golf because it's boring as fuck welcome to our podcast, my name's Allie No Boat Piva. That's I Power. We got a show for you. You just stole my shit. <laughs> get her done. That's how you get her done. What you got for us today? Or you don't. What? You don't want to talk about anything? Any new? You always say that. Any new things? Um, this week this podcast is coming out later than usual because Ian's ancient ass laptop refused to work it's okay everything's fine now it's not the laptop the charger shot the bed i've had the laptop for nine years it's like having a no you've had it for 11 years no yes 2011 2020 okay well last year you told me you had it for 10 years so i'm assuming this year you've had it for 11 years so uh that's just quick maths Way to make a 9-11 joke in there, too. How? I said it was nine years. You said it was 11 years. Okay, I wasn't making a 9-11 joke. That's my sister's birthday. Why would I make a joke about my sister's birthday? It's a birthday joke. Yeah. Ta-da! 9-11. Better get high. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, so, I shot a 127 on tuesday and i shot what's that what does that even mean i'm going back to golf because this is what's new dude that's a terrible score aren't <laughs> you supposed to get like a three when you're playing golf no no no. it was 127 shots so i shot like at west bar i shot a plus 52 for the course when wait you, what yeah par is usually good so like a par would be 77. Uh, you, you're not going to explain golf to me right now on this fucking podcast. <laughs> Everyone's just like click off, click off, click off, click off like All right, fast forward off. 15, fast forward 15 like <laughs> So what do you got to report then? I hit balls this week. <laughs> they went far. <laughs> One over 200 yards, I'll take it. Um this week um, I don't really have anything to report. Yo, you, you threw off this whole podcast by introducing us. No, no, I didn't. I was just trying to make it fun. And what? then you were like, golf, 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 golf again. And I was like, hey, no, <laughs> let's, let's change the subject. Then you were like, oh, uh, golf. <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, no, no more golf. And then you were like, oh, uh, food, <laughs> food with friends. 
myself. Um, we got a we got a great show for you guys tonight. Stick around. <laughs> <laughs> no, so my <laughs> my podcast today is about the life of Jesus because what? Ian <laughs> didn't grow up with any religion in his life. So I just wanted to tell him the story of Jesus because even though he's a religious figure, he is also a part of history. So he was actually a person, even if you don't believe that he did anything. He was actually a person. Basically, his life is as if, like, let's say... Imagine you're Jesus for a second. The Bible is like if you're if twelve of your closest homies wrote a documentary about you. That's that's what the second part of the Bible is for Jesus. So when shit's called so like <laughs> John the Thirteenth or whatever, that's like basically John's John. Yeah, about yeah, Jesus? yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I had no fucking clue. Yeah. Goddamn. So. Uh, yeah. So that I'm just gonna tell you about our old pal Jesus. Uh, and I and I got this idea because there's a lot of people that think he was white, that think he's Christian, that think, I don't know what else they think, but basically, if Jesus was a person today, a lot of Christians would treat him like shit. So, just so you know, he yeah. was, he's Middle Eastern, he was Jewish, he grew up poor, and he didn't even know who his real father was for a while, because it was God. <laughs> you know what's crazy, though, is, like, churches are getting that fucking, like, small business loan, like some of them are. They don't even fucking pay taxes. Okay. And they're just getting free government money. Like, you got to separate church and state here. Hey, you didn't pay taxes until today, so. I didn't pay taxes. Governor, <laughs> government owes me. Shit. You didn't? Thanks for the fucking extension. I wasn't in a rush for my money. Exactly. I wasn't being lazy. Exactly, okay. It's a business. Anyway, yeah. so do you know anything, like, at all about Jesus? I literally know nothing. Nothing. I, I know that he was put on a cross. Okay. And he was born on Christmas. All right. And, uh. So uh, let's and, 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 and he tastes like shit. That freaking piece of cardboard they make you eat. He tastes like he shit. He tastes awful. <laughs> Jesus tastes like shit. Okay. So I grew up Catholic, so I'm basically going to explain the stories from a Catholic point of view. Well, obviously a funny Catholic point of view. But let's begin with his conception. Do you know what conception means? Between two people. <laughs> Two people sin together, and then a, a smaller version of them comes out. Okay. Good job. Whoa, so ding, ding, ding. his conception is called the Immaculate Conception because it was immaculate. Do you know who Jesus' mom was? Mary? Yes. Good job. So I do know something. You know okay. in football there was something called the Immaculate Reception? Yeah, that's probably a spinoff of that. Damn. Yeah. Keep going. Religion is in everything we do. Okay, anyway. So, 
Mary is this sweet baby girl who was born without sin. Just so you know, in the Bible says that all humans are born with sin, and that's why we get baptized as babies. I wasn't baptized. So I guess you have sin in you. Um, yeah, so she was born without sin. So, and she was nice, nice girl, whatever. She's engaged to this guy named Joseph, who's a carpenter. And one night she's at her parents' house in a nice little village. And this angel called Gabriel, have you heard of the angel Gabriel before? I think so. He's the most famous one. He, he comes to everyone and saves them or whatever. Um, so he comes and he's like, hey, um, God's going to put a baby in you. So if you can figure your life out, that would be great. And she's like, okay. But she's also like, fuck, because this is uh, year um, zero. And uh, nowadays, people still don't like when you have a baby out of wedlock. Never mind in freaking year zero. So all of a sudden, she's pregnant, but she's not married. So she goes to her fiance, Joseph, and says, hey, I am pregnant with God's baby, and I need your help. And at first, he's like, you're fucking crazy. And he tries he tries to quietly break up with her. Wait, Joseph's God? No. Oh. God is God. Joseph is her fiancé. So how did she get knocked up when God she, is Jesus' dad? So God, the, the Immaculate Conception is God having sex with Mary. But not really having sex, just so Mary's just a cheating ass bitch. Yeah, so Damn. just putting just putting his seed magically into her. That's the immaculate conception. Or what's that shit called? Sperm donation. Yeah, basically. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> so the angel G- Gabriel comes down with one of those um sque- squi- those um what the are those things called? Like... Turkey basters. I was just gonna say that. He, she, he comes down with a turkey baster. Says, "Hey, uh, we're gonna." She's like, "What the fuck is that thing?" He's like, "Uh, you'll know in like two thousand years what this is," and he just uh inseminates. <laughs> <laughs> Sit with your legs up for ten minutes. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Congratulations, we'll see you in nine months. All right. Yep. So um, he wants to, whatever. <clears throat> a couple days later, the angel Gabriel sees what's going on, and he's, he goes to Joseph's house, and he says, like, hey, uh, don't be a flake. She's telling the truth, uh, and you're going to have hella clout when all of this is over. Oh, yeah? <laughs> So he's Gabriel like, he's like, all right, I'll stay for the clout. So Joseph goes back with Mary. They get married like really quickly so that it looks like it's Joseph's baby. And um, basically like, so. What am I? Sorry, I have like a lot of notes. Um, So, yeah, so she has the baby. And, um, yeah, actually, one of the things that's crazy about his life, like, I'll, I'll do, like, a cute little stories here and there, and we can, like, laugh about them, but one of the things that's crazy about his life is that his, like, hometown didn't accept him as, like, a, um, 
a prophet, but like everywhere else did. And he has this quote that says, prophets are accepted everywhere except their hometowns and by relatives and their family. Hmm. Which is like weird, right? It's crazy. Prophets. Like there's there's people that like are just not accepted by their hometown and they have to leave to actually like it's it's pretty weird. That's what happens with most famous people. Yeah, I know. They have to leave their hometown because they don't whatever. And if they come back, chances are they might get killed. That's why some people called Exetexentacion a prophet. Okay. One of my favorite stories Jesus. What, Jesus? No, just... Yeah, I know. One of my favorite stories is not that funny. It is kind of funny because it's very relatable to today. Um, so basically, he's like walking through this city, and these people are like, they like Jewish people wanted Jesus to get arrested like so badly all the time. So they like grabbed this woman, and they were like, "Hey, Jesus! Like, this woman um, committed adultery." And do you know what, like, the the law for adultery is? And he's like, I don't know, tell me. And they're like, oh, we're going to stone her to death. Hmm. So, because they, I don't think she actually committed adultery, but they were trying to get him to, to kill her so that he could go to jail. So Jesus is like, okay. And, and they all, like, pick up rocks, like, pretending. He's like, okay, who whoever, like, of you guys has never committed a crime before, you can like throw the first stone and throw no the- one can throw the fucking rock and then he like Ooh. and then they all left because they were like fuck this and then he like turned to the woman and he's like who accused you of doing that and she's like i have no idea don't and- throw stones when you live in a glass house bitch yeah it was just like stuff like that i don't know can all I, right can i tell the podcast the story of what happened at my parents wedding your parents wedding when the the priest goes i guess you can now so i think part of the reason why i'm just like not really allowed in churches and shit isn't even my fault like when my parents were getting married there was a thing i don't know it's like by the powers of god whatever my uncle was so hammered in the back he just screams fuck god and the fucking <laughs> preacher priest guy gets so like rattled by it that he uh decides like when he's reading the next thing he's like give us our daily bread he said give us our daily meat <laughs> <laughs> which says a whole hell of a lot about whatever was going on at that church yikes well this is not the church's fault that someone in the back screamed fuck god in a church that's insane yeah so i mean hopefully Hopefully hell's not too hot for my uncle. That was some pretty reckless hey, shit to say. Hey, don't say that. Chat. What the hell? All right, all right. You're so, getting way too... Okay, I'm trying to make this a, a nice, funny Jesus story, and you're making it, like, terrifying. Jesus. No, 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 no. Okay. Now I'm going to... Stop, stop. No, no, stop. All right. This one is funny because (laughs) okay so there's a story where jesus is basically imagine imagine you're throwing a show right you're you're hosting a show right 
and you're like, okay, only like 20 people are going to come. So we're going to get two pizzas and whatever. So Jesus is throwing a show and he shows up and there's 5,000 people there to see him. He turns to his friend and he goes, how many fucking fish and bread did we bring? And the guy goes, we have two fish and five loaves of bread. For 5,000 people. For 5,000 people. Um, and I don't, I don't know how he did it, but he made it into 5,000. Made it, it made it enough food. He like performed a miracle to make it enough food to feed all the people. So, this story doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. So, I call this story Hangry Jesus. Him and his buddies are walking through the desert. This is Mark that's writing this. Mark is writing this. Uh, So, they're walking in the countryside and Jesus is like, "Mm, I'm hungry. So, out in the distance, he sees a fig tree. And he's like, yo, guys, let's go get some figs. He gets to the tree. What? It's okay. Um, so when he gets to the tree, he realizes that there's no fruit on the tree. What do you think he does next? Fucking turns leaf into fruit. Uh, no. He um. He says to the tree, "May no one ever eat fruit from you again," and then just fucking leaves. <laughs> What if the tree like growing fruit? That's a dickhead. What? It's a mean thing to say. So if you're a tree and you can't feed the son of God, just kill yourself. <laughs> you have no use to the society. You know, there's a lot of fig trees out here. A lot of useless people. What? A lot of fig trees with no figs. Yeah, a lot of non-essential fig trees out All here. All right, no, I'm not. I wasn't. No, I was saying the tree kill itself. I wasn't telling anyone to kill itself. You're making it dark again. Jesus Christ, man. Literally, Jesus Christ. Chill. Chill with the scary ass, everyone's going to hell ass, whatever. Like, chill. Oh my God. This is his first miracle ever, so I picture him as like a teenager in this thing. So his his mom, Mary, gets invited to a wedding. And he's like, she's like, yo, Jesus, come with me. So Jesus goes with his buddies, because his buddies follow him everywhere to write his book. Um... <laughs> this is John that's writing this. John went to the wedding with Jesus. Imagine throwing a wedding and then somebody else walks in with documentary cameras. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so they're at the whatever. So midway through the, the wedding, they run out of wine. And I don't know why, but Mary goes to Jesus and is like, a t- like he's a teenage boy, I think, at this point. And she goes, hey, like they ran out of wine. And if my son ever says this to me, I would literally, like, slap him in the face. He says, woman, what does this have to do with me? (laughs) Bitch. Woman, what does this have to do with me? She goes, and then she, like, gets a couple servants and is like, yo, can you just, can you just, follow jesus he'll he'll do some magic i don't know how she knew because this is his first miracle so i don't know she was just like hey maybe she was drunk and she was like we're out of wine 
you're a son of God. Do something. So is this the story of how Jesus turned water into wine? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he says he says to like the servants at the party, he's like, hey, go get giant jugs of water and bring them to that guy. So they get the jugs of water and they bring it to the head waiter. And the head waiter tastes it and is like, this is the best wine I've ever had in my life. Boom. It's probably Cabernet. I agree. Cabernet. And it might have been Madeira. But, um, I mean, I kind of... Do you think like that's equivalent of like somebody calling up Uber Eats or some shit? Guys, we're all out of chicken tenders. We're fucking hammered. And all of a sudden, 45 minutes, your wish is granted. No, I wouldn't compare Jesus to Uber Eats, but I guess it's already been said. (laughs) Oh, another great one. Jesus hated taxes and tax collectors. Yeah, that's why churches (laughs) don't get taxed. So, no, but he literally, like, in the the Bible a bunch of times, it's like, all your sins will be forgiven besides tax collectors. (laughs) They always, bankers and tax collectors, they, like, rash on in the Bible constantly. But they're always asking for donations, but they need the banks. They don't need the banks, actually. They just need people. This is the shit that kind of aggravates me about religion. Like, that kind what? of stuff. Like, Honestly, church... I mean, at least Catholic churches don't... Re- I mean, actually, some Catholic churches make a ton of money, but there's a, been a ton around here that closed down because they literally rely on people's, like, whatever, because they don't really get anything from anywhere else. They rely on donations. But they don't even pay taxes. Donations and all these buildings are like a hundred years old, so aren't they like already paid for? Okay, like so when you when you orders? have a birthday and you get a donation from people, do you pay taxes on that? No. Okay, then why should you pay taxes on donations? But it's like, but it, it, it's a business. Like, there's a difference between a donation for like a full operating thing than it is like just operating normal business. It's like a fraternity that pays dues. You know, you just pay dues so you can keep the fraternity afloat. Like, there should be, like, dues in churches. <coughs> where people, like... They are, there are. That's why churches fail. <laughs> there's dues in churches? Yeah, but they pay... So there's, like, the church, and then there's, like, the hierarchy of churches. The Vatican has the most fucking money. Yeah, no but then it. there's all these churches that are failing because they don't have money because they have to keep paying up, 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 up. It's just like a fucking fraternity. Because, like, uh, like if it's a national fraternity, like, a good portion of the money that you pay to be into the fraternity actually goes to the nationals. It doesn't even go to a localized mm-hmm. chapter. So, yeah. there's, like, all these motherfuckers at the top are eating with gold plates and shit. All right, you're making it, it, you're making it depressing crazy. again. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue my tax collector story. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I doubt Jesus ever wanted people to be making money off of him, you know, if he was a real guy. Why did he put in his little handbook, fuck taxes? What do you mean? He didn't want anyone making money off of him. I guess. I guess that's true. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway. (laughs) 
What? Why are you shaking your head? It's just a weird subject, man. I've always just kind of been like, I always feel iffy about the church, you know? I'm very I know, that's why I'm not fucking talking about the church. I'm trying to talk about Jesus and you keep making about everything else. I'm just telling you Jesus' fucking documentary. It's just stuff's making more sense now. About what? <laughs> this documentary explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Jesus and his friends are walking to this city. It's called uh, Capernaum, almost Kaepernick. Um, and some a-holes at the, at the entrance are like, hey, you can't come in unless you pay the toll. So, and Jesus didn't have a steady stream of cash because... Nobody was following him yet. <laughs> well, people were following him, but people didn't give him money. Like, where's my fucking bread, man? Like... Like he up. has to he has to go all the way to the fig tree to eat. Like obviously he doesn't have money, you know. Everybody showed up to Jesus's potluck and nobody brought food. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and he had to, and he was like, "All right, I guess I'll fucking do it again. I guess I'll be the provider for everyone." Like, I got the fish and the bread. Nobody brought any fucking French fries. <laughs> this is bullshit. So he doesn't have a steady flow of cash. And he's like, "Okay, just just hold on one minute." He turns around and he's like looks in this crowd of people and he goes yo pete go in that pond over there and catch me some fish (laughs) pete's like okay i don't know what this has to do with anything but all right and he goes into the pond and he gets a couple fish and then jesus is like all right now squeeze him a little bit and then he squeezed him a little bit and money came the exact amount needed for the toll came out of the fish's mouth That's like in Superbad when they go to the liquor store and they try to get $80 worth of alcohol. And the lady goes, that'll be $80, please. And the guy, Jonah Hill, hands the bitch an $80 bill. Do you remember that scene? Oh, uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's literally like, and, and it's so weird that like, like that's the kind of weird shit that like, it's like, oh, Jesus was kind of like a badass, but also like, he only got enough for the toll. Like, who knows if he could have bought something in the city, like a souvenir or something for his mom. No, he only got enough for the toll, mm-hmm. you know? So it's kind of like, he could have started a counterfeit company. Yo, Pete. Peter's the best fisherman in the whole city. You know, you ever be at like a gas pump and like a crackhead comes up to you and they ask you- I hope not. Alright, so this has only happened to me then. Like a crackhead will come up to you and they'll ask you for a very exact amount of money. Yo, dude, you got like 65 cents? I'm trying to get a natty daddy. <laughs> um. You could have just asked for the whole dollar, fam, and you would have had 35 left over. No. Shit. No, they asked for exact change so that it seems like they like what they're actually going to get. Well, you know, that's not actually what they're going to get. You're telling me. Yeah. I was trying to take you to school, but No, I'm taking you to school. It's called catechism. Boom. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so one time <laughs> These are these are two short stories, then I'm going to do one more long story. One time he goes to go pray in the mountains. Which praying for him is bonding with his dad, basically. <laughs> That's, That's the only time he gets to bond with his dad. 
Um, so he goes to go pray in the mountains, and then on his way back, he sees his friends, like, in a boat in the middle of the lake. And they're having, like, trouble. The wind is, like, really windy, so they're having trouble, like, rowing the boat. So he's like, all right, I'm going to go help them. So he just walks out on the water, walks right up to their boat, and they start, like, flipping out because they think it's a ghost, and they're, like, freaking, like thrashing and shit and he's like yo 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 chill chill and he just like hops in the boat <laughs> after walking across the entire lake he just he's just like yo chill and just like gets in the boat with them <laughs> <laughs> and he out. oh my god um one time he walked through the one time he walked through a village of sick people and let them all touch him and then they all got better that's the whole story. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, you know, Jesus would be totally fucking useless now in that story. You gotta stay six feet away from everybody. Yeah, I know. Don't fucking touch me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with Jesus, though. Like, he was. He was a cool guy, but he also like just wasn't a cool guy he at all. Like, sucks. he was also like, yeah, you can touch me, but like, don't talk to me. You know, like. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Hold my drink, bitch. One time, I didn't write this one down, but one time, like, there was a blind man, like, begging on the on the street, and he, like, rubbed, Jesus, like, rubbed his fingers in, like, mud and dirt and stuff, and then, like, went in the blind guy's eye. The blind guy did not see him coming or anything. He just goes in the blind guy's eyes without saying anything and just rubs, like, dirt in his eyes. And the guy's like, and the guy's like screaming and shit. And then, and then he like goes to the water to wash his eyes and then he can see, but it's like, like, yeah, he was performing a miracle, but he also did it in a very scary, like terrifying way for the blind guy. Jesus would fucking love the military. It's like you batter and bruise and break down somebody just to teach him a fucking lesson. What a guy. Uh, I don't think he likes war, but. Good try on that one. Jesus loves war. That's how like half the wars were started with religion. <laughs> it was it wasn't him that wanted it. <laughs> it was just everybody that likes him. One well, nation under I God. I like Jesus. He's a cool guy. One time I pissed on a 3D television because I was so hammered at a party for Secret Santa, and in that Secret Santa, I won a uh, T-shirt that said "Y'all need Jesus." And that was what I proceeded to urinate on the television wearing. Wow. <laughs> I wish someone got a picture of that. Y'all need Jesus. Unfortunately, a couple people got that picture in their mind. It's burnt there. They can never unsee that. All right. That's the only time I've ever Let done me... something sus drinking like that, too. I don't know. I just thought of Jesus. I was like, damn. Oh, man. All right. All right. My favorite Jesus story up next <laughs> on... <laughs> On WW, cool old dude. <laughs> oh, cool one old dude. Cool one old dude. All right. This my favorite one is when he trashes the temple. <laughs> so no. I've and I've seen like a picture of him. Like when people draw pictures of like that, because they'll draw pictures of Jesus like doing certain miracles. When they draw pictures of that miracle, it's literally just like him like flipping a table, which is so fucking funny. <laughs> Remember when that used to be my favorite bit bit emoji of the freaking flipping the table up? Definitely. You would be a good Buffalo Bills fan. I know. 
I love going through tables. I wish I went to Buffalo last year. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Also, if you're a Christian, be like Jesus and hate capitalism. So, he's out for a walk because it's the tens, like, year, years-wise, it's the tens in the fucking desert, so there's nothing to do except walk. So, in Jerusalem, people are getting ready for Passover, which I wouldn't even know what Passover is if it wasn't for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, it's a Jewish holiday. Don't know when. But it's a, it's a big holiday. So everyone's getting ready for Passover, and when he gets to the temple in the town, he sees people in, the, in front of the temple selling cattle, sheep, doves, freaking presents, exchanging money and shit. The first thing he does, because he's pissed, is he takes... <laughs> He makes a whip out of cords that he found and starts whipping the animals so that they leave, so that they all run off. <laughs> so everyone, like, is running off. Then he whips everyone else out of the temple, and then he takes all the coins that people are making money with and just, like, throws them all over the floor. Sounds like a guy at an angry poker match. And then... And he's, then he starts flipping tables yeah, exactly. over. He's like, yo, fuck your chips, fuck your table, and fuck you. And he, and he says, and I quote, stop turning my father's house into a market. Ooh. So the, the Jews, I, I keep saying, I don't, I feel bad just being like Jews, but yeah, that's, that's, that's like, I, I don't know, but that's like what, <laughs> that's what they're. Anyway, the Jewish people of the city, they show up to arrest Jesus, finally. They're like, yes, finally, we get to arrest Jesus. And he's like, no, 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 no. His friends are like, no, 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 this is the son of God. You can't arrest him for destroying the temple because this is God, this is father's house, you know? It's like you go into your parents' house and trashing it, you know? I'm pretty sure you can get arrested for that in any way. So, so the, the Jewish people, <laughs> I don't want to say Jews anymore, <laughs> the orange juice, <laughs> um, they're, they're like, oh, prove it. Like, how is he the son of God? So he goes, listen, if you destroy this temple, I'll rebuild it in three days. And they're like, bitch, this temple took 46 years to build. There's no way hell you're going to do it. They ended up just letting him go, and he didn't have to prove that. But the metaphor was that his body was the temple, and when they destroyed Jesus, he rose again three days later. Oh. That was the that was what he was talking about. Yo, the imagine, body is a temple. Imagine just, like, saying some totally... Reckless shit to get out of being arrested. Like, the last... I'm the fucking son of God! It's like the last, uh... You know, like, your last go-to line before they decide they're gonna put the cuffs on you. It's like, don't arrest me. I can fucking... I can bring in all these hookers and you guys will have a good time, right? I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do one of these podcasts on time travel. There's a really good, like, time travel documentary that studies, like, 
people in history that have said that they're time travelers. And a lot of them, it's like right after they get arrested, they'll be like, no, 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 I'm here. I'm with the FBI. I'm I'm time traveling. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the meth talking. Hmm. Now, there's some cool shit. Cool, cool shit. So that was Jesus's life. I mean, so the way you explain it, it's very understandable instead of hearing about it in like 1100 oh, I know. BC fucking writing. Thou shall halt thy no i know and it's interesting to like the reason i wanted to do this too is because like the the climate that we're in is very like like i'm more left-wing than right-wing obviously but more religious people are right-wing and it doesn't make sense that they're right-wing because everything that like right-wing is jesus is not you know maybe old testament but like not just like everything that Trump is the fucking right wing's not like has money, dude. <laughs> the fucking poor whites are the worst, man. Well, there's a lot of rich people on the right side too. There's like a gap. Yeah, like crazy. I feel like, like all the left side is like middle class, and then, I mean, I've, obviously there's people that are shifting back and forth and whatever. But like that's what it feels like sometimes, and it's like Jesus was poor. Sorry, like yeah. he had he literally didn't have anything. Why do you think he didn't have a crispy taper? Because he couldn't afford a haircut, a broke-ass bitch. Yeah. And it was funny because I also, like, I didn't talk about this, but, like, throughout his life, like, there were always, like, kings and shit that were jealous of him, but he literally was dirt poor. He had nothing. But because he had followers and people that, like, loved him and, like, worshipped him and shit, kings were, like, constantly trying, like, people in power were constantly trying to kill him because they fucking hated him. Because... Even though they had all the money and all the glamour and everything, they still didn't have, like, people's respect. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. You know? Jesus was in the trenches. All the other motherfuckers were hiding out. Yeah, I know. My guy was walking on water and entering portals and shit. For real. And that's the other thing. People are always like, oh, yeah, he's gonna... There's actually... Um, like, I don't know if you watch a lot of Family Guy, but, like, Jesus is a reoccurring character on Family Guy. That's literally, like, how he is. And, like, I remember, um, Peter, one time he's in, like, a convenience store and he's like, you look a lot like Jesus. He's like, yeah, I am. And he was like, he was working at the convenience store. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, he's not broke, but, like, every, like... I feel like if he did, if he was like a prophet and he didn't come back, he did come back, he wouldn't be like coming on a cloud like, hey guys, what's good? He would be like. Hidden in plain sight. Exactly. Just as he was the first time, you know? But all these people are like, no, no, uh... no, I don't even know what. No health care. No freaking. We'll just pray it away. Free education. Yeah, I'm looking out the window. There's some lady like stumbling up the street right now. Me too. <laughs> just fucking turn, man. It's okay, you know. You got you got downtown rats inside, downtown rats outside. What are you gonna do? Downtown is opening back up. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for play to open up. Play. Play-Doh? The, uh, arcade. 
Oh. How did you like Jesus? Seems like a man of the people. Definitely. But, but the problem is, like, everybody that's like, yo, I heard this Jesus guy is pretty cool. They never even really read, they never even watched the documentary to really understand him. I know. So they just all acted crazy. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I grew up Catholic and I... <sighs> It's just, it's a thing that's kept, like, structure in my life, but it's also, like, a lot of, like, I was in, like, the youth groups, and I, like, helped out in church and stuff like that, but I was always, like, there's some things here that are not being told the correct, or not being talked about the correct way to, like, younger people, and, like, I grew up that way, so it's always going to be something that's in the back of my mind, but there are some things that, like, they believe in that are not, like, hum- humanely correct, so I just, like, I I forget how Mike Tracy put it, but he said, like, like a fluid Catholic, where, like, you believe in the religion aspect, but you don't believe in, like, the hating aspect, because... If Jesus is the core of that religion, he literally didn't hate everyone. And the things he would say was like, love your neighbor, love the poor, love the sick, love the the mourning. Love, That's like, all real. Yeah. He never said gay people can't get married. Right. He never said fucking, I don't even know what else. You smoke weed once, you go to, go to hell, devil's lettuce. Uh, yeah, weed is not mentioned once in the Bible. Right. So I like, I talk a lot of shit about church and shit just because of my weird experiences with it. I wasn't molested or anything, just clarify. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's the other thing. Like, uh, like my my church was always like, and and I feel like such like a, well my church didn't do it, blah, blah, blah. No, it's fucked up that, that priests were doing that. It is completely messed up not at all okay ever but i know i mean my brothers were altar boys so i know that like that never happened to them and i know that the priests at my church were like would never do that i mean i don't know i don't know what they do in in, in, behind closed doors but i know they didn't do that stuff you know um yeah so i just i just kind of um like when i'm when i'm hopeless like if i if i feel really low in life i still turn to like some kind of uh, higher power that may be, right? Like, I'm mm-hmm. just like, yo, like, help me out, fam. Like, when I was in the hospital and shit, I'm like, damn, like, you know, I just felt pretty scared and hopeless. So it's not that I, like, hate on religion as a whole, but it's just the the way that people have carried themselves generationally through the church and just kind of, like, how shit's kind of run like a business and how there's a lot of, like, excluding groups and how, like, war started over it. That's what's <clears> kind of been... <throat> Which turned me off. Yeah, that's not right. That's why I kind of talk shit about it. And like, you know, like my dad got married in a Catholic church, then got divorced. And because that happened, I wasn't allowed to be baptized in the Catholic church. So it's just like weird stuff like that. I feel like you could get baptized at my church, honestly. Like, Do they they drown 26-year-olds? I don't (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they don't drown you. They just put a little... They drown babies, but they when you're a grown adult, they just put a little cross on your forehead of holy water. I feel like it should be the other way around. I yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Exactly. No, yeah. Well, I guess, I guess all churches do it differently, but... 
No, that's the other thing. Like, at least at my church, they've always said things like respect other religions and things like that. Like, you don't know. No one knows. What if, what if, uh, like, two religions are correct? What if all of them are correct? What if one is correct and it's not yours? Like, you don't know. So, like, I grew up this way, so I practice this thing, but I'm also respectful of other cultures because you don't know. It's how you grow, grow up. That's like you grow, me growing up Portuguese and being like, fuck your food. I only eat Portuguese food. And it's the correct food. Yeah. Like, how can you have a correct food? <laughs> fuck, fuck baseball. Basketball is the best sport. I don't watch any other sport. Or really, each sport. You don't know which one's the best one because they're all fucking awesome. <laughs> okay, okay, Ian. Baseball is definitely not the best sport. Yeah, know, right? <laughs> only people over 70 would Baseball is the, like... <laughs> Drink the Kool-Aid cult of sports. Yeah, I noticed, like, a lot, for real. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of old people, like, oh, I love baseball because it's been the same the last hundred years. And that's why they fucking hate basketball because basketball's changed so much. Like, if you watch, like, a video of professional basketball players from the 60s, like, I could have gone to the fucking NBA. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the 60s, maybe the 50s. It was, like, these jump shots, motherfuckers were shooting shit underhanded, like, and they were built super frail. They couldn't jump high. The three-point line didn't exist. Did you know that? The three-point line wasn't always in basketball. I don't know anything about basketball, so... They didn't put the three-point line in until the 80s. My dad's older than the three-point line. Wow. Your dad's older than the three-point line. Don't talk about my dad. I'll slap you. Love my dad. Your dad and my dad, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying they're older than the three-point line. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Jesus, man. I mean, the stories make sense. I just find it funny that he literally just had a posse. Like, yo, what are we gonna do today, Jesus? He's like, we're gonna go to this town and walk through it. <laughs> have people touch my feet <laughs> maybe that's why Kanye is fucking goes by Yeezus and shit oh maybe Kanye's the um yeah I'll tell you what Kanye's not second coming president of the United States <laughs> I saw Kanye at Bonnaroo in 2014 and at the time it was one of the best experiences of my life he just went fucking AWOL and it was amazing he was like, they wrote fuck Kanye on the porta potty. Well, I came here to shit on them. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> well, I mean, if you, let's say uh, you're the second coming of Jesus, wouldn't you want the like hottest wife in America? I was the second coming of Jesus Christ. I was the hottest woman in America. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> Only if she got a good personality. Kardashian is fucking bland. I know, but maybe he was like in heaven and he was like, yo, that looks great. Whatever that is, give me a slice of that. <laughs> and then he and then he ended up on the reality TV show and he was like, please, someone crucify me. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of slice, I just realized what I want for a birthday cake this year. 
I, it just occurred to me. Because, uh, you know. Now I got to get you a birthday cake? No, 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 but just tell my mom. Because so, <laughs> I don't really fuck with cake, right? Like, the frosting kind of sketches me out, and I can't have ice cream cake because this medication I'm on makes me, like, lactose intolerant. You know, like, the Friendly's watermelons? That's disgusting. Those things are, it's like, it's like a. That's so gross. No, please. It's not frozen yogurt. That's like freaking watermelon sherbet. Yeah, it's like, just cut a slice of watermelon. It's not watermelon, though. Yeah, but I just said slice before, and it made me think of that. And I'm like, I could probably eat that. I mean, if you tell your mom that, she's probably going to get that and like a real cake for the rest of us, so. be like when you tell her that she's gonna be like why why do you want that cake <laughs> straight up so um you got anything else to report yeah um send me your bar stories because i would like a break from uh doing research at some point right but you know what it's a short week because we're yeah. recording this on a thursday and then we gotta record this again in a couple days also, if you're a downtown rat, hit us up so you can be on the show. Yeah, let's just talk about some stuff. Downtown rats. We want you on our show. We're gonna talk about business and conspiracies and maybe Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, for this week, I... Jesus! I just when I you're talking when you're talking too slow, I just love interrupting you because it's like, okay, talk fast. Get it out. <laughs> so this week we have a track by the suspect allegedly. I met this dude years ago at a party at this place called the Funky Jungle. If you know, you know. Um, the Funky Jungle was a revolutionary house. Like, some of the most insane parties I ever went to. That was the first time I ever went to a show at somebody's house. I, you know, it, it bums me out that that shit doesn't exist anymore. In Providence, there were a lot of crazy venues that are no longer open. I saw my boy Tetcon talk today about Aurora, and I'm like, damn, I fucking miss that place, too. Did you ever go to Aurora? Baby. Yeah. When? <laughs> so, you know, Aurora, Deviate, freaking Funky Jungle, Rest in Paradise. Um, so, yeah. So, this week we got Dangerous Minds by the Suspect Allegedly, and We're the Downtown Rats. I Power and Ali Nobo Paiva. We will catch you very soon. Be safe and, uh, Stop shooting off fireworks, you're scaring my homie's dog. Peace. The government brainwashed our people with the mind control here. I'm not crazy at all, okay? That's what they do. So they make our people like it. They keep playing that same song. You 
same songs you play program about the life of I'm not crazy at all. The mind control here. And it just takes over. And it just takes over. It takes over the human body. It takes over the spirit. It takes over the soul. I'm gonna kill myself. It's the suspect. Search it on your laptop. Journalists want snapshots confirming like the Sasquatch. The mascot for most wild conspiracies. The poster child for electroshock therapy. I was prenatal in the aliens fallopians. Before the cradle and the cable Nickelodeon. Unstable like plutonium. Like I was raised in the Soviet Chernobyl. How I radiated podiums. Cause the view from my eyeballs is deadly as the superhuman mutant cyclops from X-Men. I'm a nuisance to the crime thought or well and John Connor to the cyborg intelligence. I don't know if it's the coffee and I smoke too much or if they're trying to off me because I know too much. So I made this shit just in case reptilian shapeshifters bust in my place and try to kill again. Hey, yo. I'm going to kill myself. The trauma that I ponder is kind of abstract. Backtracking, trying to think what's rotten. Could attract maggots. Could be the chopped up carcass in the glad bags. But after that, I seen Bambada in a flashback. Scientists, Nazis, violent Iraqis conspired to tap me. As a highly Selassie, Zionist patsy. Dangerous minds, my brain got me bugging like days of our lives. How long Jake's got me running? Quarantine the ports. This is gone of the dead, sick in the head, abnormally deformed. Attempts to corner me get gorier than sore. You couldn't catch me with the triplets from Minority Report. Private iPhones, high-speed cable, police states breach, cyber crime scene data. Privatize your sleep state for the green paper. At least I'm safe inside my mind until I dream later. 